Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Nature is a dangerous place. On Monsters Inside Me, the podcast, listen to the life or death experiences of people who have survived animal attacks, natural disasters, and deadly parasites alike. Featuring audio from Discovery Channel, Science Channel, and Animal Planet, from hit shows like This Came Out of Me, Nature's Deadliest, Still Alive, and I Was Prey. Listen to Monsters Inside Me wherever you get your podcasts. Previously undisappeared, the Bradley sisters. And now Tracy Bradley is leaving the apartment to go and look for her children. Right. George Washington drives her to somewhere on the bridge on 35th Street that's headed towards the lakefront. Correct. It's actually at 1225, he's actually calling Chandra's home. Chandra Stewart is a woman who was also romantically linked to George Washington around the time the girls went missing. There are reports that George Washington spent the first part of the evening of the 5th with her before seeing Tracy overnight and into the morning of the 6th. Chandra was also confirmed to be with George the afternoon of the 6th after the girls were known to be missing. Because of some of the information that's been put out there right now, we felt like it was important that we get a hold of Chandra Stewart. I think it would be best in our course of investigation that if we heard it right from Chandra's own two lips, that yes, he spent the night with me the night before into the 6th and left you know, sometime around 3.30 or 4 o'clock in the morning. After attempting to contact Chandra directly for months, we were able to find her husband here in Chicago who set us up to have a call with Chandra. Chandra was with George Washington the week the girls went missing, and we need to comb through her memory to get to the bottom of what exactly happened in July of 2001. Xavier just texted back. He's waiting on my call. Are you going to do this conversation or no? Okay. You want me to do it? Okay, Chandra, please answer. Hello? Hi, Chandra. It's Pam Childs. Hey, how are you? I'm doing okay. How are you? I'm okay. My first day off. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. All right. So you've been busy, huh? Oh, yeah. It's 
Okay, I don't want to take up too much of your time. I just have a couple of questions for you. Okay, great. Uh, so, Chandra, what we wanted to do was have an opportunity to sit down and talk to you about some interviews that you gave to the Chicago Police Department some years ago involving Tiana and Diamond Bradley, the two missing girls from 2001. We can come out there to sit down and talk to you, and we're willing to uh, bring your husband with us. Okay. Chandra agreed to let us come meet her in person to do the interview. Okay, Chandra, have a great day, okay? God bless you. God bless you. In 1,000 feet, turn right, then turn right. Chandra is based outside the Chicago area. We have hopped on a plane to travel a few thousand miles in hopes of interviewing Chandra Stewart face to face. We're pulling up to her residence now. He said find a visitor's uh, parking space. I don't know if you heard of it. Right here. Visitors. Do they say visitor? Oh, right here. They say visitor, right? Reserved. Oh, it says reserved. You've arrived at your destination. I am Pam Childs, and this is Disappeared, the Bradley Sisters. Hello, hello. Foster as usual. Ms. Jones, yes. how are you doing? Hi. Good to see you again. Hi. Nice to meet you. Because a three-year-old and a ten-year-old just—I mean, disappear they, they just don't disappear. Air. And you know, and they're just gone. And is that really going to be okay? It hasn't been okay with me. It, it shouldn't be okay with anybody. I'm—I'm I'm amazed that there's been absolutely no trace of anything at yeah. all these years. So we got together, and I have two other retired detectives working with me, and then investigator Foster. He's the private investigator that was hired by the family. Okay. We both have enough knowledge about the case. I mean, we've been going all over the place, talking to people, trying to get some answers. But another way we look at it is that 2001 versus 2023, technology has changed mm -hmm. quite a bit. Absolutely. And there's some things that we believe that they can do. Okay. The Chicago Police Department. Okay. So we plan to take them a new itinerary. Okay. And say, hey, fresh eyes. Do X, Y, and Z. Okay. This might bring you something that you missed. I understand that back in 2001, you knew George Washington. Mm -hmm. And tell me, how long were you involved with him? Oh, man. We were dating, I want to say maybe two years, something like that, off and on. Mm hmm. Um, I worked a lot and we ran into each other and we knew each other from teenagers. We worked at uh, Wendy's in uh, downtown and um, we were friends then and he always walked me to the train, made sure I got on the train. He was a uh, Jehovah's Witness, so he was always polite, always, you know, a gentleman. So, I mean, I, I knew he had a crush on me then, but I was like 16 and I really wasn't thinking about anything like that. And I saw him at, I went to a friend's high school reunion and he was dating 
a friend that was there. And as I got there and talked to my friends, she wanted to introduce me to her boyfriend, and he walked up. And when he saw it was me, mm-hmm. he started chasing me. Because oh. once I realized it was him, I was like, wow. And then he just like started running towards me, picked me up, spin me around, and everybody was, you know, looking, because I was like, I hadn't okay. seen him since we were teenagers. We were mm-hmm. married 28, 29. After that, he just started popping up, pursuing calling you. me, yeah, all the time. Okay. But he was working all the time, and so was I, and I was fresh off divorce, and I had three kids, mm-hmm. and he didn't want any kids. He told mm-hmm. me he didn't really want children, he didn't have any children. Mm-hmm. So we dated, you know, he would always pick me up from work and drop me off. He dropped me off at the train all the time. Then he was always getting up in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. Maybe a year into dating him, I would be asleep. And if I got up to use the bathroom, he would be gone. And mm-hmm. I would think maybe he got called to work or went to do something for his mother. Because mm-hmm. I think his father had passed away. Mm-hmm. When you mm-hmm. say gone, I mean literally physically I, yeah, out of the house? Yeah, gone out of the house. Without wow. saying goodbye? No. And I would either catch him coming back in or I would be up when he... I would be woke when he came and kind of crept back in the bed. Did you ever question him? Yeah. That's where he went? Mm-hmm. What was it? Ice cream. Uh, ice cream. What do you mean? Ice cream. He went to the ice cream parlor. At what time? Uh, 12, 1. What ice cream parlor? There was an ice cream parlor. I lived on 100 and something, like 115th. And he, he said there was an ice cream place that he always went to. He would always bring ice cream back with him. Well, he had some type of fascination with ice cream. Yeah. Chandra makes a few accusations about George that have piqued my interest. She alleges shocking behavior that will move him up my list as a person of interest in the Bradley case. One thing that's hard for me to believe is that someone like him is skilled enough to commit this crime and get away with it. Quickly, Foster and I decide we have to get more from Chandra to paint a more complete picture of George's personality and any possible potential for criminal behavior. If I can take you back to where you said that when you got in the car with George and your children would get in the car with George, that he would have money laying around. What was his behavior towards your kids? Just nice. Just, you know, if they wanted something, they could have it. And I told them, you can't just give them whatever they want. Mm-hmm. You know, if they wanted candy, ice cream, toys, they could have whatever. If they saw a $100 bill, they could stick it in their pocket. They could have it, no matter what it was. It's like, kids should be happy. I don't have children, so you should just give them what they want. I was like, no. No, you shouldn't be giving them what they want. Had you ever left the kids with George alone, such as either picking them up from a school, daycare, or anything like well, that? Well, no. Um, he was always working. Our schedules were kind of the same. So he would pick me up from work, from the train, and take me home. Hmm. So, no. And if they ever saw George or he came by, they would call me. They would be like, George came by. But I would always tell him, you know, you don't let anybody in. 
Had George ever taken your children to the drive-in theater or to the movies, period? Not without me, no. And that was the only time we ever went to the movies was that one time. Mm -hmm. That was the only time we ever went to And all three children were together? Yeah. With you? Yeah, he drove to the Bel Air drive-in. Is that accurate? I think that's what it was. It's so hard to remember, but I think I had the tickets. (coughs) I had the tickets for the movie, but it was, we never went to to the movies that I can remember. It was just that one time that he wanted to go. Did he ever put your children in the trunk of the car so that he would not he have to wanted pay to. for them? He wanted to. Okay, and what would happen? I told him, hell no. I was like, no. Why, for what? Why did he they're want kids. to? They're kids. He didn't want to pay. Well, he was right. just like, why should we? He was like, no, for what? I was like, they're kids. What difference does it make? He was like, well, no. I was like, he's like, well, I'm gonna get them food and stuff. So I was like, no. No, you're not gonna put him in the trunk. No, mm-hmm. why would you do that? But he wanted to. He did. When you were inside his house, did you ever go in the basement area? Always. That's where his room was. And did did it look as if he was ever renovating this basement or? Yeah, it always looked like it was something needed to be fixed and leaking. I mean, but did it look like he was tearing it apart to redo it? Like the walls, the floors, anything of that nature. Or was it just It was always a raggedy mess. If he was fixing on something, he was always redoing something. So pipes would be taped and screwed and there would be tools everywhere, but it was like that all, it was never clean. It was never clean. If we were going somewhere, he would just grab a pair of pants off a huge pile of clothes and just put them on with nothing. I'm like, you gonna shower, you gonna put on underwear or anything, and we would get into it about that. I'm like, you don't smell, the clothes are still wet. Mm-hmm. Why are you still, and he was just in this room watching Soul Train all the time. He had every single episode. He had been recording them since he was a kid. Every single episode of Soul Train. Mm. He had videos just stacked up. He watched it and he never missed, he never missed the show. He recorded it <clears throat> all the time. Mm-hmm. He just sat there watching all the time. If you remember, on the 4th of July in 2001, did you see George Washington? I always spent the 4th of July with my kids. Okay. So if he did come by, I was doing, you know, the 4th of July, because I would make it a whole celebration with my birthday and my family and... So you would have company at your house? Or I would be or at you my would family's be at your house. Family's yeah, because we would have... Fourth of July thing, and my birthday would be part of that. And I would always, yeah. And he wasn't around my family. He didn't go around and meet my family and cousins or my mom or anybody. And I didn't meet any of his. On the 5th of July, the day after the 4th of July, he was going to take you to the drive-in, but it was closed. Mm Mm-hmm. You recall that? And then... He wanted pizza? He wanted to... He ended up... uh, You guys were going to go to the drive-in to see Dr. Doolittle to the Bel Air, but it was closed. So you ended up going to Ford City Theater. Right, because I had the tickets. Because I think I gave them the ticket stubs. Because I remember that. Because I always keep the ticket stubs whenever I go to the theater. 
because the fact that he wanted to go to the movies, I found it odd. That was the fifth. Yeah, because I was like, do what? Because the kids really, you know, my kids are Chicago kids. They didn't really want to go see Dr. Doolittle. <laughs> they didn't. And he was just like, yeah, we can go and make a day of it. And he was talking about, what's the name of the pizza place? It was a pizza place that he was talking about. And I don't think the kids wanted to go there. Because that was his idea to go to the movies, not mine, because, yeah, they didn't want to see talking animals. No. Mm -hmm. So on the 6th of July, which is the morning that the girls came up missing, or the day that they were discovered gone. George Washington was at your house, or was he at your house that night? Or in the wee hours of that morning, like up until 3 a.m.? Yeah. On the 6th. He may have been, and then got up and left. And then George goes and starts his day with Tracy Bradley. Okay, at 6.15 in the morning, from 6 until 6.30, Tracy woke up, Tianda's up, Washington woke up, drove Tracy to her job, Robert Taylor breakfast, lunch program. At 9.32, he calls your phone. Did I answer? Did I talk to him? Well, this is from 9.32 to 9.33, so it's a one-minute call. Maybe you didn't. Probably Maybe not. he left a message. And then at 10.30, George Washington is at his house. Even though he, his statement was he was picking Tracy up from work, but his phone record says he was at his house. And sometime between 11 and 11.30, Tracy arrives at her apartment and discovers the girl's gone, and she finds a note from Tianda. And this is on the 6th of July, 2001. They did go to the Jewel. They have the receipt from the Jewel Food Store. At 12.25 to 12.36, George is calling you, your home and cell phone. It's just one minute. Yeah, because if George called me, I answered. Mm -hmm. Most of the time, I would talk to him. And if I didn't, it was because I was either at work. Mm -hmm. Do you recall him? I mean... Okay, since it's your birthday week, you said it's possible that you had taken that week off. Mm -hmm. Which would explain why he wasn't driving you to work at 6 in the morning. So, that's a possibility, right? Yeah. According to the cell phone records, yeah. He may have been at your house until 2 o'clock. So, he left Tracy, knowing that her kids were missing, and then he came to you. If he did, he didn't act like anything was wrong. And George had all type of things, police scanners, all types of things that he picked up from the swap meets, mm -hmm. all type of electronics and things like that. So George claims that on the 6th of July, he says he takes Shonda to Jewel on 115th and Halsted for ice cream. Probably. He always took his price cream, all the time. And at 4.45 to 5.30 per Shonda, you, your son, and George Washington go to Beggar's Pizza on 129th and Western. And this is at, yeah, from 4.45 to 5.30. Beggar's Pizza, yeah. You went to Beggar's Pizza on 129th and Western. You recall that? Yeah. 
And you say he didn't act like he knew nothing about no. nothing? No, no, he was perfectly fine. He didn't fine. seem shook up or the girls was missing. He didn't come tell you nothing about nothing. Jovial, what else you, what else you guys want to do? You want to go to the lakefront? It's nice out. You want to go do this, that? No. Whatever we wanted to do, he was willing to go and do it. He wasn't worried. He wasn't concerned. He wasn't messing with his phone. No. But he was always like going to the bathroom, so he could have been <laughs> doing Making that. Making other plans. Yeah, he could have been. And just to reiterate what you told me about the 6th of July, George Washington was around you on that day, <coughs> and he acted as if oh. he didn't know anything. I've never seen him upset, frantic, I've never, only when I told him to stop coming around me, only when I told him I didn't want to see him anymore, that's when I saw him be mad and frustrated and upset. Listening to Chandra talk about George, she describes a man who acted as if he had never heard of Tracy Bradley, Diamond, or Tiana. I start to wonder about George's schedule. He seemed to be all over the place, and it's really difficult to pin down where he was and when. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Janice from Warner Brothers Discovery. Are you looking for ways to be happier, healthier, more productive, and more creative? Gretchen Rubin is the number one best-selling author of The Happiness Project, and every week she shares insights and practical solutions in the Happier with Gretchen Rubin podcast. Gretchen's co-host and happiness guinea pig is her sister Elizabeth Kraft, a Hollywood showrunner. Join Gretchen and Elizabeth as they reveal fresh insights from cutting-edge science, ancient wisdom, pop culture, and their own experiences about cultivating happiness and good habits. 
Every week, they offer a manageable try-this-at-home tip you can use to boost your happiness without spending a lot of time, energy, or money. Suggestions such as follow the one-minute rule, choose a one-word theme for your year, or design your summer. They also feature segments like Know Yourself Better, where they discuss questions like, are you an overbuyer or an underbuyer, a morning person or a night person, abundance lover or simplicity lover? And every episode includes a happiness hack, a quick, easy shortcut to more happiness. Listen and follow Happier with Gretchen Rubin, an Odyssey podcast, available now for free on the Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. So, on the 7th of July, George Washington claims to have been with you, having been being with you, on the 7th of July, during the evening hours. But, there are 18 calls from you to his cell phone that is in the cell phone records. Because we probably were supposed to. The only time I would call somebody like that is because I was waiting for them. And a cell tower at 87th and Greenwood confirms where he was at that time. 87th and Greenwood is where he was located. That's right on Stony Island, east. Yeah, that's nowhere near where I lived. And he wasn't with me because I wouldn't have called him that many times. I was waiting for him then. I was probably, if I called him that many times, Mm -hmm. I was dressed ready to go. And I probably had gotten a babysitter and I had been waiting and waiting and waiting, trying to figure out where he was and why he wasn't answering. So would that be true to the fact on July 7th when he called from your house to George Washington's cell phone uh, that afternoon, uh, George Washington uh, called you back about uh, 1850 hours. And then again, he called you back at 1923. That was on July 7th. you recall what that conversation might have been about? Probably lying to me, telling me where he was, that he had to do something. And I probably didn't want to hear it. Yeah, because I had been lied to so much mm-hmm. with my first husband, I didn't want to hear it. And to make me wait all day like that, yeah, I probably was really pissed off and didn't want to hear what he had to say. Yeah, I don't call people like that. When did you first find out about the girls missing? The first time I found out about it is when the FBI grabbed me, because I had no idea. He dropped me off, I got to the turnstile, I put my pay thing in, and as soon as the turnstile went around, they grabbed me and they said my name, and they asked me if that's who I was, and I guess they waited for George to drive away. And then they grabbed me and they, they touched you. Yeah, they grabbed me and told me that I couldn't go. What do you mean go. by grabbed? They grabbed my arm. And they pulled me back out of the turnstile and they told me that I need, they showed me their FBI credentials and they told me I had to go with them. Okay. And I was like, for what? And they were like, we'll tell you that when we get downtown. And they was like, but this is regarding missing children. I was like, what missing children? And I was like, well, I need to call my job. And they were like, no, and they took my phone. And then they started telling, I said, well, my children. It was like, well, you don't have to worry about that right now because we're on our way to your house and do we have permission to search your house? And I was like, for what? And then they made me sit in this room. They kept me there. Did they go to your house? Yeah. They hooked me up to a polygraph. 
You gave them permission to go to your house? Well, once they told me that the girls were missing, they asked me. So they finally did tell you? They finally told me that what was going on because they kept me and I said, I need to tell my children where I am. I don't understand. Okay. And I said, okay, what young girls? And it was like his other girlfriend that he sees. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Because at this point you didn't know. I didn't know. And then they started telling me about her and that he's been seeing her the entire time. He's always seen her. They got kid together. He's due to take a DNA test. And the week she was went missing the week before, he was due to take the polygraph test. And that they felt that he was involved with the missing. Mm -hmm. Then they started telling me about, he's leaving your house, we're following him. And if we go to your house, if we find anything of little girls in your house, we're gonna take your kids. And I said, well, you're gonna find little girl stuff because I have a daughter. I said, but if it's gonna help you but find But didn't they it, already know that? I, Hell, they knew where to yeah, find you. Yeah, they were like, well, you seem to be fairly intelligent, so we're trying to figure out how he goes from her to you. I said, I don't even know this woman. I don't even know who you're talking about. Well, if we tell you about her, you know, she's complete opposite of you. I said, well, I still don't know. I don't know anything about her. I never met her. I don't know her. They kept me there for the entire day. And uh, they were telling me that I guess George had went to the house to get my kids for me. And they were saying that they weren't going to give the kids to George that they did were you going ask to, him to do that? No, no, I did, I, they took my phone. Okay. I didn't know, they were like, well, he's trying to go to the house and does he have permission to take? I said, no, 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 my kids, they just leave them where they are, call my mom, call my sister. I've been here all day. My kid, who's gonna tell my children where I am? Okay. So they was like, well, can we search your house? I said, go ahead, but I know my kids were scared to death and they just, they swarmed the house, they searched it. I told them to take whatever they needed. When they finally let me go, my boss called me to tell me they had been to my job. They had questioned my facility manager, the vice president of the software firm. They talked to everyone. When I got home, my kids were hysterical. They were upset. And I didn't know where George was. I hadn't talked to him. But I was calling him because I'm like, who? I wanted to talk to him and find out. So was this that Monday, July 9th? It had to be. It had to be because it was early in the morning and I'm not sure exactly what day that the FBI got involved or came to pick me up, mm -hmm. but they grabbed me on my way to work. And they was like, well, we're gonna let you go because they gave me a polygraph mm -hmm. and they let me go. And they said, we need to talk to you, can we? Can we tap your phone? And I said, yeah. Okay. So they did, they tapped my phone. Okay. And the time that I spoke to George, I was telling him, I said, if you have something to do with this, you need to tell me. You need to be honest. I never, I would never do anything like that. I never, I said, you need to, if you didn't, then she did. Because it doesn't make sense. And you need to tell them whatever you know. Because it looks as though those kids went with somebody that they trusted. Mm -hmm. And if you were messing with her and you were over there and she felt that you were that girl's father, you need to be honest. Because if not, I don't want to have I don't want to talk to you anymore. I don't want you calling me. I definitely don't want to talk to you anymore. Stay away from me, George. And that's when he started coming to my job, calling my job all the time. Did the FBI know about this? About him being outside? About him coming to your house and your job. You know what? They never talked to me again. But they, they had to tap on your mm -hmm. phone. Yeah. 
So they knew that you had ended it. Yeah, they never talked to me again. So if you were talking on your phone about any of the weird things that was happening, then the FBI still had that tap on your phone. I'm sure. And they knew about it. I'm sure, because I told them I didn't care. They asked me could they do it, and I told them yes. And every but time I did you ever get like 100% confirmation from them no. that there is a tap on no. your line? No. They just said if you talk to him, try to get him to talk about it and see if you can get him to tell you anything about where the girls are or if he had anything, if he went by there. And you should have told them, if you put a tap on my phone, I need to know when it's happening. Yeah, I was. But I know you're probably afraid. I was 29. I, you know. And I was just concerned. Yeah. We're good. We're going to let you get some rest because I know you're tired. I can yeah, tell. Crazy. And, um, but thank you so much. And um, I hope I was able to help. I do. Oh, you were a huge help. If accurate, Chandra's interview seems to fill some gaps in the story we knew about George Washington and his whereabouts from July 5th through July 7th. But it also raises some questions. We have to acknowledge that we're relying on a lot of memories from 22 years ago. George Washington has denied any involvement in the disappearance of Tianda and Diamond Bradley, and no charges have been brought against him as of today. With all of this in mind, it's clear to me that there is still more work to do when it comes to identifying what's fact and what's fiction when it comes to the mysterious George Washington. On the next episode of Disappeared, the Bradley Sisters. We have got this far um, 12 other times with the DNA test and everything, um, but this one is a little bit different for us because this young lady actually went for it and gave DNA tests. So it's real great. Um, we're re- our, our family are very grateful that this young lady actually came forward with the information and went for with the DNA test. You know, we have a lot of questions. We want to talk to her, ask her, and, uh, you know, a lot of things to, to talk to her about, with the number one question being, why does she claim that she was Diamond Bradley? Disappeared the Bradley Sisters is produced by Entertainment One, Gary Sherman Films, and Main State Entertainment for Investigation Discovery. You can follow our show wherever you get your podcast, and we'd love it if you could take a second to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcast. Spin your passion into a business of Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Okay, here's the situation. Our daughter Mia is leaving for her first sleepover. We have friends coming to stay, and we just got a puppy. So I go on Instacart and solve everything in one order from Kohl's. Fun PJs for Mia. Oh, new bedding for the guest room. And a vacuum cleaner that actually picks up pet hair. All delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. 
With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply. Nickelodeon was kid everything. But that marked one of the darkest chapters. Three predators worked at Nickelodeon. It made me wonder who was being hurt. Quiet on set. An ID true crime event. Sunday, March 17th at 9. On ID and stream on Max.